0: <clears throat> Thank you to announcer Mr. Lynn Rollins. Well, he's got to be uh, having withdrawals, huh? He's a LSU baseball game announcer. and uh, No season last year. What's Lynn been doing? What you been doing, Lynn? Send me a text, buddy. Him and Reed Alleman, of course, providing the instrumental and the, the song, the theme song that Reed wrote and recorded for me. I really appreciate those guys. All right, getting to our text board. Um, Let's see, we got one from Tex. He's up in the Smokies. Great day, partially opening the hills today. Boy, that is good news. Really glad to hear that. Also, uh, we had the, the question. Uh, last week, uh, someone, I think it was probably Daryl uh, Carpenter, talking about the uh, knotheads. We were catching a lot of <laughs> knotheads. You know, uh, I, I'm guilty of this, and so are my reporters. You know, we talk in a certain jargon, and we assume that people listening who may not be as veteran or experienced fishermen or been doing fishing and hunting as long as we have, know all these terms. So they hear one, and it's kind of strange to them. And I'm glad I've got someone, a, a texter with the number 1427, catches us on this. And uh, he says, last week, or she, last week a Knothead, today a bluebird day. What is that? All right, bluebird day. A bluebird day uh, has really nothing to do with bluebirds. It's got to do more with the blue sky. A bluebird day is the day after a frontal system passes, like you get a rainstorm like we had yesterday evening in the Gulf Coast. Well, the next day, when all the clouds and the residual move out of the way, high-pressure systems force those fronts down south and out of the area. And behind it is lower humidity, sometimes some winds, and a clear blue sky. And when that high pressure, that barometric pressure, rises particularly when it gets above 30.30, fish get lockjaw. They bite during pressure drops because it's a natural instinct. They need to feed up before bad weather coming. But when there's good weather, they can get lockjaw. So a lot of times people uh, not familiar with it will look at a day and say, boy, what a great day. It's cool, nice little breeze blowing, clear blue sky. It's not muggy. It's not a good day to fish. That's why it's called a bluebird day. I guess associating a little bluebird uh, out on a spring day behind a frontal system, but that's that explains the bluebird syndrome. Uh, how about the small craft advisory? Uh, what is a small craft? I'm asked that all the time. Uh, there is no specific definition, and a lot of people think, well, it's an 18 foot. No, no. I I would consider anything, and some people say less than 63 feet is a small craft. Small craft is relative term to what waters you're in. What may be a small craft in a little backwater pond or bayou, uh, you know, might be a pirog or a canoe. Uh, a big boat might be a 23 or 24 footer. But when you get out into the Gulf of Mexico, pretty much all fishing boats can become small craft. So the term small craft warning is more an indicator of the weather than about what size boat fits going out there. And I hope people don't make that mistake thinking, oh, I've got a big craft. I'm safe. No, you've got to be careful out there. All right, here's another question. Uh, do you have to be a member of Coastal Conservation Association, CCA, to participate in the Star Tournament? The answer is yes, you do. I believe it's $35 for a regular membership. There are different levels of membership, but that will get you a year membership. And then entry into the Star is $35. So it's a total of about $70 to join or renew your membership and then also enter the the Star Tournament. And again, you can do that at uh, CCALouisiana.com or go to CCA Slash Star. You'll find it there. All right, storytellers. Are you a good story? Do you have a story? I mean, a really good, compelling story. We would like to put you on Bayou Wild TV and tell that story. Chris LeCocq and I were talking about this, and people love good stories and good storytellers. And if you might be one, contact us. Tell us the details of your story. If you've got some photos to support it, or maybe even video, we'd love that. And uh, we'll check it out and talk to you and and maybe see if we can work that out for you and and get you to become a guest on Bayou Wild TV. So go to BayouWildTV.com, send us your info. You're welcome to use the contact button on my website, DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com. Just fill us in a little bit on the details of what the story is about, who you are, where you are, and if you've got some photos or maybe even a little video to support your story. Any type of hunting, fishing, outdoor story is welcome. All right, we come back after this. Uh, Mike Gallo joins us. Yeah, tough day to fish, but uh, we'll see if Mike's gone out. He may have, uh, uh, you know, made a better choice to uh, get his clients to to cancel. I know he's pretty much booked up every weekend, but sometimes you just Better off uh, rescheduling if you can do that. We'll find out what his plans are and how the fishing's been in the Lake Bourne, Lake Train, Lake Catherine, Biloxi Marsh. He's got a boat and he travels. We're back to talk to Captain Mike after this on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Well, the uh, Mad Trucker's checking in. He's one of our Alabama listeners. Also, the Backstrap Stacker. He says he's ready for the wind to lay down. Seems like it's been blowing for a month straight over here in Bama. Yeah, kind of same thing everywhere. Need to cut out some of that wind. All right, we're going to talk about wind and fishing in the uh, Ponchatrain Lake, Bourne area with Captain Mike Gallo. But first, I got to tell you about Sito. They bring you his reports. And what they also bring you if you sign up for $179 for a whole year is peace of mind. I mean, they bring you fuel. They'll tow you in 24 7. Got a breakdown for, because of an electrical problem. They'll jump start. They have to do nothing else to get you going. Just tow you right on in. they like having AAA on the water. They're just a phone call away to sign up. 504-301-4545 will get you Captain Chris. Or you can go to com and they'll sign you up there. Captain Mike joins us now. And, uh, Mike, uh, has your trip been scuttled for this t- today? And what are you thinking about tomorrow?
1: Well, today's trip has definitely been scuttled. I guess that's some more jargon. But anyway, <laughs> tomorrow, <laughs> yeah. tomorrow I will be stuffing a flounder for my mother on Mother's Day.
0: Oh, what a sweet boy you are! My God,
1: what a great (laughs) child
0: you are! I wish you were my son.
1: (laughs) Well, I have two, and if you'd like more, you know, I did that exact same thing
0: a couple weeks ago with that flounder I caught with you. Do you remember that flounder I caught on that little pocket back there? He ended up stuffed with some, uh, some good. Yeah, it came out really good too. It was great. So besides cooking flounder, what else you got doing?
1: (laughs) Well, let's see. Early in the week, we really had some very good weather. I almost said bluebird. We really had some very good weather, (laughs) and uh, I caught my redfish really quickly um, early in the morning to where we could jump out into the lake and fish some of the shell pads in Lake Bourne and actually found some speckled trout fishing plastics. Um, one day I had 24, one day I had 17. little wind picked up on me on Wednesday, so we didn't have quite as many. I think we had 11 speckled trout. Each day I limited on redfish, and the wind kind of went crazy Thursday and Friday. I actually, I'm sorry, Wednesday and Thursday, I actually went out Friday. Yesterday, it was pretty windy. I went around Lake Bourne like you and I have done once before. And um, the redfish were feeding really aggressively yesterday, caught them dead shrimp under a cork. I I found them to be where there was current. Um, Found a little point with some current rolling past it back in some ponds and such. And first stop in five minutes, we put four in the boat. So that became, you know, my next spot's going to be very similar to the first one where there was some current rolling past the point. And uh, in two hours, we put 15 redfish in the boat and began that long ride back. So um, they were really feeding pretty good. The water was still clean because it was high. Uh, I'm sure it'll be dirty with this much wind over this long of a time. But um, I think things will get back to normal. Water temperatures are getting up. Lots of bait in the water, shrimp moving around. So um, it's shaping up to be a pretty good spring as long as we have weather that allows us to get out there and catch them.
0: Mike, following this front, when the northeast winds finally switch around, where would be some of the number one spots to head to after that, following the front?
1: Well, whenever we have a a front that goes through, you know, the normal pattern is you have south winds that turn into southwest and then north, northeast, and then the front goes on by. So the last strong winds, you have are going to be northeast so that puts me fishing on the southwest side of wherever i want to fish that's going to be your windy side i want to be opposite of that southwest side so for me if i were in the biloxi marsh i'd be in the area around say bayou grande and that water should be protected let's say that northeast winds lasts for 18 hours and it's fairly strong I'll fish the leeward side and that portion of the marsh. Now, as far as if I were out in the lake and going to try to fish some more open water, I need to find an area where there's hard bottom because it won't stir up quite as bad and the water be quite as dirty. But that can be a bigger task depending on how long this wind lasted and how dirty the lake got.
0: Got it. Good stuff, Mike. Appreciate it. By the way, I had a a friend, a neighbor of mine wanted to give you a shout-out. Bobby Bergeron said he wanted to tell you hello.
1: Oh, wow. I fished with Bob Bergeron. Bob Bergeron was, you hear me talk about the Texas group that I've been fishing with for over 20 years. Bob was the first Uh guy that I fished with. Uh, He recommended me to that Texas group. That's way back in November of 99. (laughs) Wow! And I fished with him several times over the years, but super guy. He's a nice guy.
0: Yeah, very nice. He is. He said, make sure I tell you hello. So glad I did it. Well, look, we're going to let you get back to your flounder recipe. You got a lot of people's mouth watering this early in the morning and <laughs> hope you and your mom have a great day.
1: <laughs> I'll take a picture and text it to you.
0: Yes, sir. Do that. Do that. And you can catch Mike. You can call him at 985 5- 781 Give me your website in case they want to take a look at it.
1: Very simple. My website is aaofla.com. We're also on social media.
0: aaofla.com. Got nothing to do with drinking. Well, maybe a little bit, but not not, as, not the way you might think.
1: Thank you, Mike. All right, Don. Have a good one. We'll talk to you next week. Yes,
0: sir. I wish Jacqueline a happy Mother's Day for me. I'll do it. Oh. All righty. Thank you again. We'll be back after this uh, with the peddler's report. The peddler, because this guy uses those big raccoon feet to peddle his craft. (laughs) I'm talking about Captain Eric Mohabarak, Louisiana Kayak Company, and we're going to talk about that huge, that big, one of the biggest speckle trout I've heard of in a while coming from the St. Bernard area was caught this week. He'll tell you all the details right after because It was a kayak right after this. Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. And that tells us it's time for our paddlers slash peddlers report with the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club. A presentation of Massey's Outfitters, Mid City of New Orleans, Covington, Baton Rouge. That's where you're going to find them with the best fishing models for kayaking, such as Hobie, Jackson Kayak, and Native Watercraft. Websites, the best way to check them out, MasseyOutfitters.com. They're also on Facebook. And Eric Mohabarak and Brendan Bayard are the field reporters. And Eric, uh, welcome aboard. Got a lot to talk about this morning. Where do you want to start? Big speck at Hope, or a big white perch at Caney Lake?
2: Oh man, I don't know. I think let's make them wait for the trout. <laughs> Everybody wants to hear about that. <laughs> let's start off at Let's start off at Caney Lake. That's a uh, pretty good trip. Uh, some buddies of mine had up there, and a friend uh, you've had them actually on your show, uh, Joe Coletti and Lee Gidry up that way. Uh, they went up to uh, Caney this week and um, they ended up finding some beautiful slabs uh, uh, soccer Lake. Um, they they were looking for brush they still they started fishing around of course they tried different depths and stuff and they ended up finding brush piles that were in 25 feet of water to 30 feet of water but the the key was is having the brush pile big enough to where it came up to 12 to 15 foot of water and they were fishing uh, 12 feet deep under sliding corks with live shiners and for the four days they were there they did catch 97 they didn't limit out but the fish they caught were just absolutely gorgeous i'm gonna send you a picture if i can get a hold of for you um but uh they did do very very well um but that was the key is to find the the the, where the brush pile the branches ended at about 12 15 feet and then they knock them knock them out there um also they uh did some nighttime bass fishing because all of the traffic on the uh on the on the lake you know everybody's off of work and everything and enjoying the outdoors they found that the bass bite was better at night uh the best thing they found seemed to be the creature baits fish carolina rig also caught a few on um on uh uh, crankbaits Uh, but they had a really good trip they you know they caught Quite a few bass, the biggest being uh, four and a half pounds. Nothing giant, although we do know there are giants in that lake, and uh, that's actually yeah. a pretty good lake to go kayaking on. You know,
0: it's beautiful up lake. I there. haven't been there in so long. I need to get back up there to Candy Lake. Great place, nice lake. Yeah, we both do. <laughs> yeah, I'd love. Well, to. let's talk about yeah. this monster spec that came out of Hope there. You got to interview Ian Kelly who caught the fish. Tell us what he told you.
2: Yeah, I spoke to him yesterday. He's a great young guy, man. Um, he's been kayaking, I believe, for about a year now. He goes to Loyola University, so he doesn't have much time. But with the uh, school being shut down, he's been taking advantage of the uh, situation. Um, he's been fishing, and fishing for about the last eight weeks, he said, and he said he's been doing the same thing over and, and over and getting piles of fish. Uh, what he did was uh, in the morning he usually stops at Campos and picks up his, his live shrimp and then he'll go launch down at Hopedale and make it that short paddle to the, uh, to, to the dam there. And uh, he fishes uh, a, a Cajun Thunder cork, four foot leader with a hook and puts a live shrimp on it. And uh, he was just fishing, doing his normal thing. You know, he picks up sheephead, speckled trout, uh, redfish. And uh, he thought, you know, his biggest trout till this date, he told me, was uh, 21 inches. So when he cooked this fish, he thought it was another redfish and he reeled it in and he didn't have a net. So he had to reach in and he grabbed it by the gills and threw it in the boat. And he thought, wow, that's a big speckled trout. And he didn't realize it until other people in the boats and other kayakers started coming up and telling him. And uh, they had a group of them out there that uh, weighed the fish for him and it came in at uh, 8.4, 8. 8.5. And uh, then they measured the, the length and the girth. Uh, it was 27 inches long 15 inches in girth big huge fish uh like a lot of people have been talking in they haven't seen seen a fish like that in years in that area you know lake Pontchartrain to to that area for sure that i personally know of i know some big ones have been caught uh you know in the years past i've seen sixes and and, and stuff like that uh the bigger fish i've noticed from this area on on the south Uh, Eastern side has been coming from Venice uh, your bigger trout Which is a little bit too far for kayakers but uh, He's really excited about the Fish and he did take the measurements He is going to get a fiberglass mount Out out of it and um, You know he was fishing out of a Viking kayak A paddle kayak not a paddle One and um He's looking forward to getting back out in the water, and he 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 told me yesterday he's like, you know, I didn't I didn't realize a fish would cause so much attention to him and <laughs> so getting a lot of people. No, big fish, to. big and fish race awesome. some
0: eyebrows. Yeah. That's a, and, and, you yeah. know, the fish had a, a wound on it, and there was a lot of speculation. I know you, you th- thought it might have been an osprey that, that got a hook on him and yeah. dropped him, and other people said it was bow fishing and uh, maybe hit by a prop from a surface drive or something like that. Yeah. Who knows what it would have been. Could have been a, a been shark been bite, polar. too. Yeah, it yeah, could have been anything. Yeah. But anyway, congratulations yeah. to Ian Kelly. Where can you see a picture of that?
2: uh I, I know that i've seen it on several of the kayak uh sighting uh, uh, s- uh facebook groups um do you have one on your website don
0: uh, i don't but if uh you could send it yeah. to me i'll i'll get them to post it on the website that'd yeah. be great to put it all
2: right there. yeah I'll I'll, I'll I'll get that off the internet and i'll and I'll, t- I'll email it to you and uh hopefully that all works out for us you know um but other than that uh you know, he, he's very excited, and, he's, and he's, he's here for life on the kayak. And then uh, something else I wanted to talk <laughs> yeah. about, kind of, with the, uh, you know, the kayaks are very similar to wade fishing. You know, a lot of people who wade mm-hmm. fish catch big, big trout. You know, such out in Calcasieu, a lot of those guys wade fish at night. And it doesn't, I think, because of the boats, you know, change the water or the electrolysis in the boat. You know, you don't have as much pressure, I guess, uh, on the big fish. Well, and maybe it's that's also stealth.
0: It. It's also stealth, stealth yeah. too, you know. You're not you're not running fish off. You're not spooking them with the, you know. You're getting right up there close and right. personal. That's always been the one of the great things about fishing from paddlecraft. Well, uh, look, we're running out of time, but I do want you to get All to talk right. about the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club's tournament that catch and release that's coming up. How's that going to work?
2: Yeah, uh, that's the Way yeah tournament. Uh, it's in Chalmette in Plat- uh, East Plaquemines Parish. Uh, the uh, Uh, you got to catch three redfish And and two bass Uh, It runs from 5.30 to 3 o'clock It's a catch, photo, and release They'll take it and send it in to the app uh, Take a picture of a measuring board They have certain measuring boards you have to use That are uh, approved by the the club And uh, hopefully the best man wins on that And that's next weekend And I believe Brendan is going to be fishing that And he will be giving you a report from the water I so love it. Be I love that set format.
0: Yeah, combining yeah. three reds and two bass. I guess you could say sweet water with salty water. Sweet and salty,
2: huh? So Sounds like Yeah, to me. sweet water might be the launch spot. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> it could be. Sounds like a lot it of fun. Be. Eric,
0: before you go, give us your contact information. If somebody wants to get a hold uh, of you and talk kayaks, maybe get some recommendations on how to purchase one, or maybe even book a trip with you. Tell them how to get you.
2: Yeah, uh, well, you can get in touch with me through your website, the guy. or you can look me up on Facebook or Instagram, Uh the Louisiana Kayak Company, or the famous old way, just call me on the phone, 504-313-8292. Sounds good.
0: Thank you, Eric. We'll see you next time, buddy. All right, Don, have a good one. There he goes, Eric Mohabarak, one of our two field reporters from the Paddler's Report. All right, coming back after this, it's bad boy time. Got a guy got busted, had a couple alligators laying in his ice chest in the back of his truck. How'd they get there? Claimed he bought them. He admitted that but he won't give up who sold them to him, at least not yet. Back with his story right after this timeout. You're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. All right, checking our text board. uh, i got someone says, Don, the best definition for a small craft advisory is be ready for anything. I would say that is a very apt and appropriate uh, definition. All right, uh, to the texter, 8289. uh, I'm sorry, I did not have a chance to investigate that uh, claim that you made. I will check into that. Uh, I, I did do some investigating on the reports of the prescribed burns in turkey nesting areas, and I'm kind of putting all that together. I tell you, just can't find the time to be what's really needed is an outdoors investigative reporter. If anyone is looking for work and they have a little bit of news and research background, let me tell you, there's a real need for that, someone to devote full time to that. But I will check into that and get you a report next week. Thank you for bringing it to my attention. Another one says, I live to the, next to the Fritchie Marsh. Never fished there. Do you know much about it? I have hunted in the Fritchie Marsh. i fished a couple of times only as a combination cast and blast, I'm mostly a freshwater area. Small spinner baits will catch the bigger brim, and also you can catch some marsh bass in there. And occasionally there will be some saltwater fish move in as the salinity changes. But uh, that's pretty much the extent of that. Nice little area, though, very peaceful and always protected. Uh, i got someone warming up with coffee this May jacket weather morning. Yeah, I understand what you mean. All right, we're going to take a quick 10-second pause, and when we come back, It's bad boys of the outdoors time. We got a guy uh, jumped a gun, or somebody did, on alligator season. Back with the bad boy of the outdoors after we let our local stations identify themselves along the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. An Opelousas man by the name of Tremaine Johnson was cited by Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries agents on April the 14th in St. Landry Parish for illegal possession of two alligators. In Johnson's ice chest, in the back of his pickup, were two freshly cleaned gaiters, which he admitted to purchasing, but stopped short of telling the agents where and from who. So the investigation will go on, but in the meantime, the gaiters have been seized and facing at least pending the outcome of the illegal take, Search a maximum fine of $950 plus another $751.60 civil restitution based on the replacement value of the Gators as well as up to 120 days in jail is Tremaine Johnson of Opelousas, Louisiana, our bad boy of the outdoors. Hmm, seven hundred and fifty-one sixty for two gators. What do you think he paid for them, if, in fact, he did buy them? Uh, he says he did, but who knows. Uh, I bet he got them at a bargain price. Well, it was a bargain until, at least until he got nailed. Anyway, no shortage of bad boys ever. We got one every week. We'll be back right after this time out to talk to one of the good boys, Captain Ryan Lambert. We call him the plastic man. His report is next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque radio network. And uh got a text that says it isn't fair we only get to hunt gators at certain times while they hunt us year-round. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, right, but uh, we get a lot more of them than they get of us, I can tell you that. Let's talk to Captain Ryan Lambert, the plastic man. Ryan, how the alligators down in Plaquemines Parish? I've seen some pretty big ones down there fishing with you.
3: They got some monsters, uh, and the, the way the, the alligators are going now, they're so cheap that, you know, people are going to stop taking them and – they're gonna. it's going to be a giant explosion of alligators. I'm worried about that, especially for the dogs and, you know, teal season. But there's, there's a lot of gators, and they got some studs down here.
0: You know, it's almost hard to believe, but if you remember back to 1975, I mean, alligators were an endangered species. They were on the verge of, uh, of extinction, and now we're concerned about overpopulation, which there actually is a little bit overpopulated right now, and they're encouraging to take in the more alligators. I would think the solution might be to open it up more to recreational harvest. You know, I know they do it on have the management areas, the public airs. They get the tags, but I think if you, you know, spend a little money, if you want to go out and get a gator, and you know, they can let you take a little course, or, you know, in, on how to do it, because there's some certain things you got to be aware of to do it, to do it safely and do it correctly. But uh, I think that I think you could probably book some alligator trips down there. Yeah, you know, oh, the I tell you what, the people pay a lot of money.
3: Oh, without a doubt, I got five of them in my yard every day at home. You know, they're sitting in my yard. Sometimes the eight and ten footers. You know, I worry about the big boys when they come in there, but you know, they come and go because I live in the swamp. So every day, my legs got different ones. Well, yeah. <laughs> see them walking <laughs> across the fairway and everything. I mean, they own the place right now, so they well, have, to, maybe they we have can... to figure out something because uh, if yeah, they overpopulate, they'll get dangerous.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking about a a highly regulated but an open recreational season where each and every one would have to be tagged and open it up during the summer months. Mm -hmm. I think there's a a fascination with alligators from people from out of state. I'm sure you experience that when your customers come down and they're fishing and they see an alligator, they forget all about catching fish. They want to get pictures of an alligator. Oh, yeah,
3: for sure. You know, you could put a a limit of two a year or something, you know, recreational. But uh, Mm -hmm. I don't know, they'll figure it out, you know, when – but it's, it's always reactive and not proactive. I mean, when, when people start getting hurt, then we'll start doing something about it. But, you know, like that poor girl in Carolina this week, I mean, she thought she'd go out there and touch it, but that didn't work out. No. Well, you know, let's talk a little bit of fishing,
0: water. although uh, today today's not the day to be on the water, I don't think, with these mm, winds. Blowing. I
3: got five boats on the water today, too. <laughs> well,
0: good luck to yeah. them. They, they'll find some hidden places after oh. fish the redfish, I guess.
3: Yeah, they got to the fish west and get get on the eastern side of it and find some lee shore and find catch some redfish. You know, it's good about where we're at. You know, you could always get in the canal or, or get some leash shore somewhere on either side of the river, depending on the wind. But I tell you what, the trout are making a bit of a comeback. I've seen more fish over five pounds this year than I've seen since the oil spill, and uh, I, it's it's really good because those big girls lay a lot of eggs. And that'll help us come back really fast. So um, I'm seeing more fish. And I'm seeing more big fish. So that's that's a big positive for us. Two over eight this week that I saw, and a bunch over five.
0: Wow, that's those bona fide thumpers we like to catch, huh?
3: Oh no, those aren't even thumpers. Those you got you got to get the net for those big ones. They're clunkers. They're
0: clunkers and yeah. thumpers.
3: <laughs> yeah, we don't like keeping well, those. Well, that's good. You know? We always turn those loose because they got so many eggs in those big fish. I mean, just hundreds of yeah. thousands of eggs in one fish. So, I always try to let them big girls go. You know, it's, you can brag about it and take a picture with the phones nowadays. You don't have to kill them. They're not that right. good to eat the y'all. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> they big. Yeah, they have a tendency to, to be them. a little strong. Yes,
0: it is. Yeah, you good fighting the, them, boy. they be
3: beautiful. Oh, Lord, you set the hook on that rocket ship. It is on. You know, they say they'll yeah, come out the water and they, they're so fast. Especially Man, on a top fun. water, you know. They come oh, out of there and
0: just. Oh, goodness gracious. Oh, yeah. Whew. I got it on the bulls chills. the other day.
3: <laughs> I, got, I got on a school of bulls the other day, and they were just swarming all around me. And I, you know, I took the top water out, and they wouldn't chew on it. You couldn't put oh, anything well, else that's... in the water, but they wouldn't come up on that top water that day. Man, I thought I was going to have me some fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, that's how they can be, you know.
3: Yeah. But the well, fish anything else better going on?
0: Good deal. No, just shrimp and just
3: watching fish. The shrimp—they got a lot of nice shrimp, but there is going to be no price this year because you know, as you know, the the economy shut down. The restaurants aren't working that much, and the the factories still have shrimp from last year. So, you know, there's not going to be any price from what I hear on shrimp. It's going to be really inexpensive. But if they're not going to have meat, people eat seafood. Let's go get the shrimp and and get some crabs
0: and help out our fishermen. You know. that's fine. We don't. Yeah, you know, it'll be good. Different kind of meat. It'll be good news for the consumers. You know, the prices will be cheap on shrimp. You'll be able to pick them up pretty yeah, good prices. So.
3: Yeah, everything good with y'all. I think I'm gonna stay here and put plant 400 new palm trees today.
1: <laughs> 400. So a cool more? day
3: for it. Yeah. In the
0: palm tree forest. huh? <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. Well, I'm planting these in the back at the fly house. This is gonna make a big, big, beautiful uh, patch down back here. You know, give them something to look at. Yeah. Well, so.
0: Have fun doing that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, thanks, Don.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know you enjoy let, it. All right, I'll let this pass I, and I'll get right back on the
3: water Tuesday.
0: Nice indeed. Well, we need to get together and make a trip soon. You know, it's been a while since we've been down, and we need to come down yep. and do some fishing. <laughs> well, let's do it. Right, if somebody to wants to do that with you, give them the contact info. Uh, yeah, just call
3: com, Check it out on the website, or they could call me on my cell phone, which I always answer at uh, 504-559-5111.
0: We got to get you a listing under Plastic Man too. A lot of people know you by that name, so we have to get that. For you. <laughs> See what you did? <laughs> there you go. All right, brother. Have a good weekend. Happy Mother's Day. Right. See you. Thank you, buddy. See you. Next week. All right, Captain Ryan Lambert, Cajun Fishing Adventures. Yes, we call him the Plastic Man. All right, we come back. Uh, We're going to hear from another one of those Let's Sing Louisiana contestants. Talk about Bayou Wild. We're looking for storytellers and also something about our, our broadcast area where we go, Morton Seafood Restaurant. A little note from them. All that's coming up next on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. that may have been the youngest of the Let's Sing Louisiana contestants, but it's open to all ages. Everyone is encouraged by Louisiana Fish Fry to send in a video of yourself singing Louisiana State Anthem, You Are My Sunshine. It only takes you about 10-15 seconds, and that'll be your 15 seconds of fame. Uh, You can go to Let's Sing Louisiana, uh, hashtag Let's Sing Louisiana, or go to Louisiana Fish Fry's Facebook page and find out all the different details on how you can enter. The lyrics are even printed there for you, and it will earn no matter how good, no matter how bad it sounds, uh, you will earn 100 meals for the community through the local food banks. And if you want to see the Bayou Wild version, check it out on BayouWildTV.com. Speaking of Bayou Wild, you know, those of you that know we, we tape. Uh, on Mondays normally at Morton Seafood Restaurant in Madisonville, a lot of you, so many of you come out there and said hello and had lunch with us and talked a little fishing. Uh, we've kind of been on furlough from there because of the, the the lockdown. But Morton's is happy to say they are now open Friday, Saturday, and they'll be open tomorrow on Mother's Day from noon till 8 p.m. because they have deck and outside seating. It's spaced out according to the guidelines. Restrooms are there for the patrons. The team will wear face masks and take all the precautions. So if you're looking for a place to take mom out for a nice seafood meal, Morton's is a place to do it with that outside seating. All right, uh, wrapping up our text messages here. Got someone saying they wish they would be headed to the duck blind and not going to work. Boy, we got a long way to go. Good thing we got a September teal season, or otherwise it would be all the way to November. Uh, We're getting a message from our friends at the Convent Hunting Club. They're checking in. Been running the hunting dogs every weekend. They're going to be dropping the tailgate at 530. Uh, last Sunday, one of the young male beagles caught a rabbit in the dark. Reminds me of a song. What was that Elvis Presley song, He Ain't Never Caught a Rabbit? <laughs> Pound Dog? Anyway, talk about a strong nose. They're headed to Convent at the moment for a work day. And then back tomorrow to run the dogs before the Mother's Day quarantine barbecue. Sounds like a good plan. Uh, it won't be you singing again. <laughs> uh, yeah, You unfortunately, you're going to. But it's only part. It's a medley, and so I'm not doing the whole song by myself. You get to hear Martha and Chris and Amanda and Dean and Emma. They all take part in it. All right, uh, Mother's Day stories. I want to share a little story about my mom. My mom really did enjoy fishing. Uh, when you raise seven kids and answer a phone for a business all day, you really don't have a lot of time. Uh, but i, I got to tell you, one of the best trips one of the best times ever I had with my mom named Jenny. Uh, Tofield Bourgeois and I got together one day, and I said, you know, let's take our moms fishing for a Mother's Day TV feature. And we did that. He took his mom, Helen, uh, my mom, Jenny. We went to Bayou DuPont. I mean, we it was a beautiful day, but it was kind of windy, and water was a little dirty. And we had to pound the banks to get them some redfish, but each one of them caught some big redfish, biggest redfish my mom ever caught, and Tofield even added a little special sideline to it. He brought some wine and cheese, and after we had our fish, we pulled up on the bank, and we did a little bit of a toast to our mothers, and it was just a, one of the most wonderful times I think mothers and sons could ever share together. So there's a, there's a hint there, there's a message. Invite your mom to go fishing. If you don't have your own boat, hire one of the charter captains and, you know, just give her a gift certificate. It doesn't have to be this weekend on Mother's Day. It can be at any time, and the good thing is you get to go fish along with her. We really got to honor our moms. Sometimes it's it's the moms who, who get the hunting and fishing bug, and they take the, the sons and daughters out, but most of the time it's the dads. But the moms always make sure that when you come back, they'll cook the fish and game. Uh, another story I remember when I was a little guy, uh, Uh, We couldn't afford crawfish nets, so I made some out of window screen, went back in the ditches and caught some crawfish, came back with a bucket of some tiny little crawfish, and my mom uh, took the time to boil them and cook them, and she said, you know, they're not real big, but, boy, they sure are good. Made me feel good, made me feel proud, and uh, Miss Mom Jenny, and I'm sure a lot of you, if your mom's still with you, spend some time with, if nothing more, with all the social distancing, maybe... Uh, give her a phone call or maybe pass by. And now we've got technology. You can give her a Mother's Day video and send that to either audio or video. Yep, happy Mother's Day to all you moms out there. Hey, don't forget, we're looking for talent. Uh, if you got a story to tell, it could be a Mother's Day story like I just told. Any kind of a compelling story and you've got some storytelling uh, experience or expertise, we'd love to hear from you at Bayou Wild TV. You can contact me uh, via my website, DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com or BayouWildTV.com. Uh, Martha, Chris, and I will we'll evaluate it. We'll look at it. And if it's got some merit to the story and you want to tell it to our audience and share it with them, we'll make it happen. i tell you what, we'll make you look good too. And if you've got any pictures or video to support it, that would be even better. All right, those of you asking about more outdoors, uh, still on furlough. Hopefully we'll get back to that 7 to 9 live stream program so we can give you two more hours of outdoors. But, unfortunately, that's not happening yet. So with that in mind, we'll be back again next Saturday morning, dark and early, 5 a.m. to 7 a.m. is what we call the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Give Mom a kiss, tell her you love her, and we'll see you next week.